Hi, guys, and welcome back to the All Sports Focus podcast. Uh, we are finally back here with our first off-season podcast. Uh, we're back here oh, with yeah. Ryan. Ryan, say what's up. What's up, guys? Um, we're back. Um, we were just kind of for this, you know, cranking out the schedule for our off-season. So we're excited to get into this. Um, it's going to be great, you know, talk about we're not going to, like, deep dive into each team, like, boom, this team needs to get this, 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 and do 40 minutes of each team. No, it's going to be... 30-ish minutes of a whole division each yep. week, plus two mock drafts. So we were just working through the schedule. This will be posted on our Instagram story, but I'll just kind of give you guys a quick recap, just what we were talking about. Uh, today we were starting with the AFC West since the Kansas City Chiefs were the Super Bowl champions. We thought that would just be right. Um, and then we're going to move into the AFC East, then the North, then the South, all in the AFC those first four weeks, and then do mock draft version one. Then jump into the NFC and go in the same exact order, west, east, north, and then south. And then the week of the NFL draft, that Monday or Tuesday, me and Ryan will sit down, knock out our final last 31 first-round picks since the Dolphins were a bunch of cheaters. Um, and then the draft is the 27th, and that'll be the offseason. And then, not saying foreshadowing, but, um, you know, it's not going to be all NFL these next couple of weeks, might see a might, might see a college basketball one come out there. Yeah. You know, big cop, big uh, Kentucky fans over here. So Keep might, them on their toes. Might see yeah. a couple of those. Might see a opening day one for baseball. See? You never. Yep, exactly. Never know what will happen. So just keep a lookout on our Instagram stuff like that. Anchor everything. So, uh, so we're gonna hop into it. Like I said, AFC West today. That just for. <coughs> Excuse me. Just for clarification, that is the Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, and the Broncos. Let me tell you, this division coming into the year, I think you can officially put the label on it as the most overhyped division of the season. Biggest slap, dumpster fire. Slap that label on there because, holy Jesus, it looked like the Chiefs and the Chargers were playing high school teams all season. Um. Broncos and the Chargers pulled a high school team. Yeah. Move. Yeah. Um, Broncos and uh, Raiders. Sorry, not Broncos and Raiders, but Broncos. They had a good start to the offseason, I would say. Made some good coaching hires today. They got Vance Joseph, for anybody that did not see that, who is, my opinion, the best defensive coordinator on the market. Um, mm-hmm. Really surprised. Back is DC. Mm-hmm. Really surprised the Cardinals let him go, but. You know, maybe he didn't want to be there anymore after not getting the head coaching job. Who knows? And Which other news you talked about. We talked about that in the head coaching thing that we thought he'd leave if uh, he didn't get it. Yep. And then other news. Sorry, I'm kind of talking a lot here to start with. But uh, Davis Webb, the Giants' third string quarterback this season, is the new quarterbacks coach for the Denver Broncos. 28 years old will be. What? Yeah, he's been looking to get into coaching and he sure, in fact, got into coaching. What a way to start off your career working under Sean Payton. I think that's the best possible situation anybody could get into. Um, Ryan, what team are you looking to start with here? I'll let you choose. I mean, I think we have to start with the Chiefs. I don't think you can't not start with the Super Bowl champs. Yeah, exactly. As much as it pains me. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't mind, real quick, I'm just going to read off each team's cap space uh, situation just because I have this up, and then I'll let you mm-hmm. jump into it. Um. So starting off with the Chiefs, they have, uh, I believe, yep, uh, they have negative three and a half million dollars, um, and then jumping down to the Chargers at negative twenty million dollars, 
And then we're jumping down to the Raiders. We're actually sitting really pretty right now with $48 million at third wow. in the NFL with cap space. And then the Broncos sitting about, I would say, dead in the middle at about close to $10 million in cap space. So um, Chargers are in cap hell, but little foreshadowing. The Buccaneers, like we said, me and Ryan said this, what, two weeks ago? They are mm-hmm. going to be the worst team in the NFL. They're going to be the worst team in the NFL. Negative $56 million in cap space. So have fun with that, Tampa Bay. Um, yeah. But Ryan jumping in, Chiefs, give me your top – I would say, let's say top three just team needs position-wise. What do they need right now? Number one, offensive tackles. Orlando Brown, uh, he did not take their huge contract extension over last offseason. So with that cap space, like you just mentioned, that is going to make it very, very tough to sign a big-name guy. Um, Number two, I think you need to put somebody on the other edge um, opposite George Karloftis. You've got Frank Clark in the middle, a uh, strong like, defensive interior, but I think they were really hurting on the on their other edge, and they really had to make up for it with a lot of blitzes and pressures, which I think you could kind of alleviate that stress because their secondary got exposed, frankly, a lot yeah. of times. Um, and so I think if you're able to only rush four and you can drop seven, into coverage that helps versus you having to blitz a corner or a linebacker every play to get pressure. Um, and then leading into that, I think safeties, a probably at least one um, safety corner kind of go back yep. and forth, but I'd mm-hmm. say defensive back yeah. would be my third. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm um, just kind of reviewing that. I completely agree with offensive tackle. I personally do not think they're going to get Orlando Brown back. I don't, I don't think, think so. he's I don't think he's that special where he deserves that much money and that will be I would say a number one target of theirs just to go out and get in the draft mm-hmm. there's been a lot of young tackles uh, good young tackles lately so um and then the end I actually saw a thing where Frank Clark will actually most likely be a kind of like a cap casualty um just I mean he's been a stud in the playoffs but I think his cap hit I want to say is Above fifteen million, I might be wrong on it's, that. It's but very it's, steep. I know but that. it's steep. And then, um, just talking safety wise, they've got a lot of young guys. Um, they've been they've drafted good guys, but you know they're just inexperienced, like every young guy mm-hmm. is. I think that might be a position where. That's why I was a little surprised why they let Tyron Matthew go, just to give that veteran presence. I wouldn't be surprised if they try and get that back. So, um, and then yeah, I mean, I think you can go with somebody around the veteran minimum mm-hmm. um, or maybe a little bit more. If you do cut Frank Clark, then you maybe have a little wiggle room to yeah. go get not somebody who's going to be like a top top five safety in the NFL, but definitely like a mid-tier veteran. Mm-hmm. And then my um, fourth one, well, not fourth one, but I actually had this higher in my list is a wide receiver. Um, yeah. You're going to be, I think they have two wide receivers on their current roster, and it's Sky Moore and Kadarius Toney. Mm-hmm. And I saw an Instagram thing today is if the Chiefs clear enough cap and have enough good players around them, somebody said them trading for DeAndre Hopkins would be one of the biggest moves of the NFL offseason because Cardinals are most likely going to trade him. I think that's the best thing for both DeAndre and the Cardinals. Yeah. And if I'm the Chiefs, I am more than hell willing, if I have the cap and the money to do it, I am more than hell willing to give up 
a third round or second round pick for DeAndre Hopkins to pair DeAndre Hopkins, Travis Kelsey, Isaiah Pacheco, and of course, Patrick Mahomes. I think honestly, if I'm if I'm going in that is as the Chiefs, I wouldn't be completely shocked at all if their number one priority this offseason is going out and finding a wide receiver. Yeah. Because it showed You can only piecemeal it together for so yeah, long. It showed at a lot of points this season where Mahomes is being Mahomes and he's making plays, but then it also comes down to his wide receivers just aren't that skilled. It just that it just happens. It's not it's not it's not Mahomes' fault. It's not not the wide receivers' faults. It's just they're not as skilled as it needs to be at some points in the mm-hmm. NFL. And you look at these top tier quarterbacks, and yes, Mahomes has Travis Kelsey, who is one of the best top. I would say he's a top three receiver in the NFL. Yeah. Um. You look at. Allen's got Diggs, Hertz has got AJ Brown, um, just more guys like that. Cousins like, has just Justin Jefferson, yep, exactly. Burrow has Jamar Chase, Tua has Tyreek now. Like just examples like that. I think that's a big thing you need to go out and get. And if I'm them, I am not spending my draft picks on a wide receiver. That is the doesn't do you word. any good. That is the not what I could because you got Kadarius Tony and you got Sky Moore. Those are two young guys. Those are no offense to either of them those those two aren't number one guys no those those are slot two and three type guys they're both they could both jump into that two spot and you go get your number one and boom you're chilling so um you're not going to get a wide receiver one at 31 yeah like you'd have to draft you'd have to trade up into the top 20 Mm -hmm. and then you're just losing picks for no reason Mm -hmm. so um if we can agree, and then we'll move on to the Chargers, but um, if we can agree, their number one, I think, draft need is offensive tackle. Is offensive tackle, and then one B, I would say, is um, just honestly position depth anywhere, mm-hmm. because like we said, pairing up another edge rusher, young edge rusher, probably isn't the best idea. Just as pairing up another young uh, secondary player is probably not the best idea. So right. just position depth, is my opinion, as their number two. And they definitely, it'll be interesting to see with the enemy gone, uh, what that offense. Yeah, I, know I mean. Reed's been calling, I know Reed's, Andy Reid's been calling the plays, but it's still, you're always going to see a change when and the big a long-time thing, OC like moves teams. Mm-hmm. And the big thing I saw, though, is Matt Nagy is most likely going to take over, which I completely forgot that he was the Chiefs offensive coordinator before he went to Chicago. I completely forgot oh, about really? that. Yeah. I completely forgot about that because I watched the um one of the Kelsey's podcasts. Those that's hilarious, by the way. But um and I didn't realize Matt Nagy is actually the one that like begged for the Chiefs to go get Mahomes. I didn't realize that. And mm-hmm. looking back at it, that's pretty funny that in that same draft the Bears drafted Trubisky over Mahomes and then Nagy went to the Bears. It's just a funny connection. But um and you could just see like the Chiefs bringing back Nagy as their quarterback's coach, working with Mahomes. It's just It's I, interesting that he did so poorly at the Bears as I, like since he was calling plays. Yeah, I don't know. It was that was just a weird situation. Like we talked about that last year on our podcast. Like people were saying fire Nagy and all that shit. Like not his fault. He definitely got a lot of blame yeah, for, for having no talent. Exactly. So, I mean, it should be interesting. 
I think he should be able to fit right back in just because Andy Reid is one of, if not the best, offensive geniuses in the last 20 years, if all time, in the NFL. Mm -hmm. I think that showed in the Super Bowl greatly just how freaking good of a coordinator he is as a head coach. Especially adapting in the second half. Exactly. Yep. Um, you got anything left on the Chiefs? Um, I think no, we can I think move we on. Covered it. Okay, moving on to the Chargers. Wow, negative twenty million in cap. That is a interesting start start to the off season. Um, coaching wise, just team wise, I'm okay with keeping Brandon Staley. I am. Mm-hmm. I think going out and get Kellen Moore as your offensive coordinator was a great choice. Bringing that kind of balanced attack that he had in Dallas. Um, using Austin Eckler not just as a receiving back but also as a runner, a runner a lot more. And yep. then, but the big, I think the big thing though for the Chargers is going to be wide receivers because a lot of reports have come out, and I think it's going to be very damn obvious that Keenan Allen played his last season as in the Chargers uniform, just as a cap casualty because look at their number, negative twenty. They yep. got to move on. I think he's. Probably, I think it was like 18 million in cap hit. Obviously, that's not, it's not going to, oh, they're at negative two now. No, it's a lot of goes into that process, whatever. We're not going to get into that. But um, I think big things for them, finding not, not as such a replacement, but building that core around. Another big thing for them, just as a front office standpoint, is I would try and target uh, reconstructing some of the guys' contracts, like Eckler and Mike Williams and Nick Boat, not Nick Boat, Joey Bosa, Derwin James, guys like those. And then I think, honestly, I'll let you do the team needs, but I think one of your biggest priorities is be the team, beat the Bengals to signing Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow. Be the first team that goes and re-signs that quarterback from that draft class. Because set the market, set the market. Exactly. Because both teams, let's say I'll throw a number out there. This isn't going to be anywhere near, let's say seven years for a hundred million dollars. It's obviously going to be more than that, but still say you sign Justin Herbert to that. Joe Burrow's going to look at that and Joe Burrow's agents and everything like that are going to be like, okay, we're better than Joe Burrow. We want more. I mean, we're better than Justin Herbert. I want more. And let's say, Joe Burrow gets 125 million. Boom! You just saved 100. You just saved 25 million dollars. Beat the Bengals to signing your guy, because it's it's damn it's damn obvious he's your guy. Lock up your guy. Yeah. Lock up your guy. That's all I'm gonna say on that, and I'll let you take over on team needs. So. Team needs number one biggest thing: offensive tackle again. Just you have Rashawn Slater, but nobody else on the other side. Exactly. He took, I think, the fourth most sacks of anybody in the NFL. And a lot of that wasn't like him holding on to the ball for long periods of time. It was just like, boom, snap, he's got a guy on him. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go out and get your, like, and sign your franchise guy, you need to protect him. Yep. Um, along with that, corner, secondary, especially, I think, he went out and get JC Jackson last year. Gets He's hurt. Been, uh, that's a sorry, yes. sorry to kind of cut you off, but a lot of people were actually talking about that he could be a cap casualty. I doubt it, but it's a possibility. That's all I'm going to say. Well, because I was reading this thing, um, and what he has patellar, like torn patellar tendons, 
it's very difficult to come back from. Like, it's mm-hmm. not a guaranteed, not like the ACL anymore, where it's like, oh, surgery, nine months later, you're back at the same level you were. Yeah. So there's no guarantee that he's going to be at the same playing level that he was at. So I think that definitely starts bringing up kind of a question mark of your depth at corner. Um, and then I think also along with age, honestly, edge, because I don't think Khalil Mack is your long-term like he, you started to see his production go down and they were middle of the pack for sacks as far as their defensive line. Especially having Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. That's you can't that can't happen. So I think you need to get somebody else to kind of bolster that defensive line who mm-hmm. is gonna have an impact. Because if you have nobody inside, then you can just shift your pass protections out to like protect your edges. Yeah. As a good quarterback's gonna shift them out and take advantage of that. And I think yeah. That's where we saw the Jaguars run game kind of eat them up too in the playoff game was they just started running up the middle mm-hmm. and There's showing no away. Yep. Um, my big thing with them is like, I'm going to say for every team, they were a playoff team. They probably should have won their playoff game. They choked that. You don't need to blow up the whole team. That's not at all what we're saying. Most of this stuff is just position depth. Like like we said for the Chiefs, teams mm-hmm. like these just add depth. Like you don't you're not looking for the next you're not looking for the next superstar at that position. Go get yourself an average guy. Like you have somebody who can fill in when you have yeah. an injury and you're not going to yeah. drop off. Exactly. Like you have another big thing is um you need to re, I think they need to get back Drew Tranquil to keep him with Kenneth Murray. You have a great, that's a great young middle linebacker duo. Keep mm-hmm. those two together. That's another thing is like you have these veterans, like I'm going to say Khalil Mack. I don't think he'll be cut just because they just traded for him, all that type of stuff. But yeah. like you reconstruct contracts, you make moves. That's why you have, I would say, I bet each team has 30 people just on their financial staff looking at every possible angle to make this amount of money to give to this amount of person. Like this, that's just how teams work. It's not, it's not just the GM sitting in his office debating about reconstruct. No, it's about, I would say about damn near a hundred people go into a decision like that. So, um, like we said for the chiefs, I think this team, I think the chargers are in a very similar situation. Mm -hmm. You have skill, Get position you've got your depth. quarterback. Like you've got so many your teams in the NFL don't have a quarterback. And we're gonna get to that with a team in this division. Don't you worry. Mm-hmm. And um, like like I like like we keep saying with the Chiefs, you get depth, you get players around your quarterback, and you're gonna succeed. I think I think they should do just as good or even better next season with these moves because that's just how it should work. If you have a young quarterback and he keeps getting better and better and better. You sh- your team should be getting better, better, and better. So um, okay, good let's with- just say right now, real quick, that Justin Herbert is not a social media quarterback. Yeah, I don't, I don't even get where that started. I don't even know like how that started. Emmanuel Ocho, Ocho, however you say his last name, he called him that, saying that basically he makes throws that look good on Twitter. Like he makes these crazy throws, but he's not actually good enough to like lead his team to success. And he like coined his whole thing, and it's basically just because he's a no name. Like he has to have his mark, just like how Stephen A. Smith yells and like mm-hmm. um, 
so they've all got like their own guy or their own little thing and so he yeah took to calling justin herbert a social media quarterback and i think it's ridiculous yeah um i got nothing else on the chargers so let's move on all right so we're going to be jumping over to the third place finishing las vegas raiders and let me tell you interesting start to the las vegas raiders offseason week going into week 17 <coughs> josh mcdaniels comes out and says we are benching seven years give or take something um, something like that nine years nine years starting quarterback Derek carr and we'll be keep going and we'll be moving on from him um after the season and they already did move on from him if you guys could not tell they released him so um i think me and ryan are both gonna get into that when he gets back i'm just gonna keep talking you know taking up time um all right he's back um that (laughs) i think everybody and their mom knows get a fuck excuse my language get a fucking quarterback get a goddamn quarterback that's got to be your number one need, and we're going to get to that. Jared Stidham is not the long-term solution. No. You have $48 million in cap. Make some moves. Get your guy. And there's been reports of Aaron Rodgers, stuff like that. Your team is not in the position, in the division you are in, and the weapons besides Devontae Adams you have around you, to go... Just because you get Aaron Rodgers doesn't it's mean- like trading somebody here. Like Derek Carr is here, Aaron Rodgers is here. Okay, yes, obviously Aaron Rodgers is better than Derek Carr. That is not what we're saying. Aaron Rodgers but- is one hundred percent better than Derek Carr. We just think jumping into this situation where no offense to Aaron Rodgers, the Packers have a lot better of a defense than the Raiders do. Because the Raiders have Max Crosby, and I damn near, I don't even think I could name another player on their defense. I have no idea. Chandler Jones, and he was terrible this year, besides his return on the Patriots. Who is on that defense? They ranked 30th in sacks. They ranked uh, 29th in the league in passing yards allowed per game. That's just two stats that I have right here in front of me. You, Aaron Rodgers would, like, Getting off topic here, him going to the Jets is perfect, in my opinion. Going mm-hmm. to a team like the Raiders, just because you have Devontae Adams and that whole Makes connection, it's only going to get you so far. It's it just was like, like the exact problem the Packers had a couple of years ago when they traded Devontae because they had no defense. And so they traded him to stockpile some stuff to get a defense. Mm-hmm. And now it would just be like going to the same situation where – they suck on the other side of the ball. And yeah. slightly upgrading your quarterback is not going to solve those defensive issues. And I think this, the situation your team is in, obviously re-signed Josh Jacobs. He was the mm-hmm. leading rusher this year in the NFL. Go get your guy. Use that other cap. Who gives it? Your, your offensive line was not very good. Get it in the draft. Sign one guy, maybe. Spend all for let's say you give up 10 million to get Josh Jacobs, throwing a number out there. Spend that other 38 million on defense. I don't care what position, I think you can agree with me on that. On defense, I 
like cornerbacks, safeties, linebackers, linebackers interior defensive linemen, outside. Every every position, go get them. Like besides obviously the edge that Max Crosby is on. Everywhere else, go get a freaking player. Okay, and draft wise, sitting at seven, seven, yeah, seven, seven yeah. I think a very reasonable option. Very like, all right, if we stay put here, we're going to be able to get Will Levis or Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. And both guys are, my opinion, both are, they're not day one starters. I think Levis is definitely more pro ready just because yes. Kentucky plays a very Richardson, pro style absolutely offense. not a day one starter. Not no. even close. No. Not even close. And, if 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 you're if you're Josh McDaniels and you're like, I want to bring in a guy, start him day one and groom him, become my guy. You you say to yourselves, let's go get our guy, let's go get Levis. Or if you're willing to move up, let's trade up to number. Th- let's trade up with the Cardinals at number three. They'll they just want a defensive guy. They'll move back. They'll get more capital. Or if you want to make the jump all the way up to one, yes, that'll be steep, but. Go up to three. Get your I I would guess would be I don't know that would be tough at three because it's basically because I I I just have a feeling the top two picks are going to be quarterbacks. That's just my feeling right now. So you it think would, the Bears trade out? I I they would be stupid not to is what I'm going to say on that. Um, See, I think the Raiders' best bet, if I had to say, is go get a mid tier. Free like agent a, quarterback. I could see like Jimmy Garoppolo, like being another bridge guy. He worked Garoppolo, with McDaniels in New England. Or even like, because Mitch Trubisky's still under contract, but like he was a name, like that kind of level comes to mind. Or like, like, um, oh God, what's that other free agent? Man, I'm blanking on his freaking name. Like Jacoby Brissett. There we mm-hmm. go. For the Browns. Yeah, get like one of those guys and. Because then you can stay at seven. You can get your Levis, or you can get your Richardson, or even Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee. He won't be um, at seven. He will not be drafted. No, I mean that would be like if just suddenly the whole first seven went berserk and all took quarterbacks. Then maybe you're left with Hooker. But I think or you if you decide to Levis wait till or, day two to get a quarterback mm-hmm. and then you get Hendon Hooker, but I don't think they will. But yep, keep going. But I think hold at seven, get one of those two. I think if both are available, you go Levis because I think he fits 100%. Josh McDaniel's system better. Mm-hmm. But if he's not, then you go Richardson. And you use that bridge guy, play for a year, and then roll into year two. Or and can, that's when you start. Or, or late in season one. Yeah, or it can even be like a Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky situation mm-hmm. this year. Like, yes, quarterback X who we brought in, you're going to start. He's going to... Rookie is going to sit behind you. He's going to learn. He's going to learn the offense, learn the game. But if we feel I think he's... your risk is you just can't start them too early. Yes, 100%. Kenny Pickett, it was almost like he definitely turned around in the second half of mm-hmm. the season. But I think they almost shoved him in too early. I think and... a very perfect example of waiting till they're ready is Mahomes. People forget mm-hmm. Mahomes... Didn't he sat his whole first season? He didn't start a game his whole rookie year. He didn't play a game. He sat behind Alex Smith. 
And then the Chiefs, mm-hmm. the Chiefs told Alex Smith before that season, like, obviously, we, we just went and drafted our guy. This is your last season. And Mahomes learned everything he possibly could from Nagy, from Alex Smith, from Andy Reid. He came in the next season and threw 50 damn touchdowns. Like, I'm not I'm not trying to sound like I'm a Mahomes like fanboy over here, but it's like No, but it, it's the it's, perfect it's how you example do it. of it. Yeah. That you exactly. don't have to don't fall into like the mob mentality of We have to start saying, this. Oh, we have, we to, have start to start our, our first round guy. He's our he's he's our savior. He's the prophet. We have to start him. No. Like it's different. Look at my poster. It's different when you got a guy like Burrow or Herbert or or Mahomes well Mahomes sat. Or, like, Josh Allen struggled his first couple years. All those other guys were late-round picks, bad examples. But, like, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, yes, those guys are day-one starters. Those guys are studs. Like, everybody knows that. Those are going to be the top two. Sorry to get off topic here. That just made me think of something. It's exactly, like, you're 100% right. But, like, people saying that two other like Mahomes, Mahomes Jesus that Stroud and Young won't be the first two quarterbacks taken off the board I just sit there and look at like you've got to be you got to be effing kidding me like like yeah, we're Kentucky I mean, fans but Will Levis is not better than either two of those and I don't think he has a higher ceiling than either Bryce Young yes he's short but he's still a goddamn good quarterback his I, size will definitely be it'll be a question mark and it'll definitely like it'll take some proving um, but he definitely has the most talent. But every the, these these analysts find everything with every little thing with quarterbacks. Like this last year, it was Kenny Pickett's hand size. Like well, it was even Burrow's hand size. Yeah, and then it was like, and now it's like C.J. Stroud's mobility, and it's and then whatever the years before, it's like nobody's perfect. We didn't build him in a lab, and he's everything's fantastic about him. Look at how, if they can win. Yeah, exactly. Look at what they did in college, playing in tough conferences like Bryce Young did. He their two losses this year were away in tough like environments, one, and by three one point, points each, or yeah, two, one point. That's right. And I think it was like, a total of three points. It yeah, was two points and one point. Yeah, we're getting off topic here, but still, like, it's just frustrating. Like. Getting back to the Raiders, your get answer, a bridge guy. Brady, get, get a bridge guy and get a quarterback in the draft. That's what you got to do. It's it's something. It's it's just it's just the cycle of an organization. Let's say a quarterback you've had for a long time, his career is coming to an end. Not not to an end. There, he's gonna get signed somewhere right. else. But like, you start that process back over. You got a new head coach, you kept him, you brought him in, and as a GM and as a head coach, I think you sit down and you say, as a coach, I want this guy, I want to go get him, I am willing to give up and do anything I can to get our guy. Like, and that's well, what you, the team that's what honestly, you do. That this makes me think of is the Colts. Mm-hmm. Because remember when the Colts moved on from Peyton Manning? Yep. See, they went out and got Andrew Luck. But they didn't have anything to surround him with. And so instead of playing a bridge guy, he got hurt in his first season and then really was never able to live up to the full expectations of how good he could have been. Man, he's Versus just, if they if they had gotten a guy, played him for half, three quarters of full first season, 
develop some of that talent around Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. it would have been a totally different career path. Speaking of Andrew Luck, I mean, man, that's sad. That was one mm-hmm. of the most talented quarterbacks ever. If he would have stayed healthy, that would have been so fun to watch, but still. Just made me think of, like, very yeah. rarely do we see teams, like, willingly move on from their franchise guy. Yeah. Except for, like, the Colts is the latest one that I can think of. So I just thought it was an interesting kind of tie-in. Or, like, the um, – obviously, like, the Lions moving on from Stafford. But yeah. that's a different situation when you're rebuilding like that. So um, um, I got nothing else on the Raiders. Long story Still short, the Broncos. get your quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. Broncos, holy hell, excuse my language again, that was a shit show of a season. There's no nice way to put that. Yeah. Wow, that was that was freaking ugly. Coming into the season, there was talks of people being, you know, Russ coming in, working with this new genius offensive mind head coach. They're gonna they're gonna take over the AFC West. They're gonna dethrone Patrick Mahomes in what? They won four games, mm-hmm. four and thirteen, in the most Awful. in the most memorable memorable game of their season. Wasn't even a game they won. It was them getting fifty spotted by Baker Mayfield and the Los Angeles Rams on Christmas. Oh my God! I don't even like. I don't even know where to start with these guys because it's not like they didn't have talent. They have the talent. They just didn't put it together, I guess. I mean, you moved on from Bradley Chubb, yes, but you still had a good defense. It showed besides that Rams game. But getting into this offseason, you went and got Sean Payton. You gave up your late first-round pick, whatever, whatever. It would have been a whole lot different if you gave up. Let's say you still had your pick. That you gave to the Seahawks. Yes, that would have been a whole lot different if you gave up the sixth pick for Sean Payton. Yes. But still, like you went, you got Sean Payton. You, you went, got your coach. You got your coach. He's one of the best offensive minds in the league, no doubt. Then today, you went and got Vance Joseph, brought in one of the best defensive coordinators in the league, my opinion. I would, like mm-hmm. He's a good defensive coordinator. And right then and there, just from a coaching, like a team management standpoint, you started the offseason well. You did what you needed to do on that end. And once again, I'll let you take over team needs here. So Biggest thing, I think, again, offensive line. Um, they've got five guys that could potentially be leaving in free agency. Um, Dalton Risner, their starting left guard, and one of their tackles, Cameron Fleming, both have 15 starts from this last season. Calvin Anderson, Billy Turner, and Compton all had seven starts this season. That's a lot of experience that you could be losing on the offensive line. Um, next thing I think is running back. Like you kind of went well, at it by Javante, Javante Williams will be coming back from ACL. So Yeah, but you need somebody else. Yeah. Like most of these teams have shown you need somebody, you need a counter to whatever you have. At least um, a second guy in which they don't have, obviously. So, yeah, because they were, I mean, they're trying Edmonds, Latavius Murray, Marlon Mack, like trying all these different guys, and it just was not, was it not work. working. Yeah. So, you need to go get, you need to go get somebody else to be kind of your number two running back. Um, so, I mean, I think those are kind of the big two. I don't know. This one's tough because it's like, I don't know that they need a ton of 
like more so just bring your guys back as you have yeah more than like because it's not like it's not like you need to redo no i don't um, think they're in a rebuild no not at all i think you give russell wilson like let him just kind of sit back and learn from sean payton and like he doesn't need to do these crazy ass plays like he had to do in Seattle mm-hmm. and just be a quarterback, like protect the ball. Sean Payne obviously have, has experience with smaller quarterbacks as Drew Brees. Ross and Drew Brees are very similar in size, very similar in play style. Mm-hmm. So he obviously has Ross is a little more mobile, but besides that, yeah. yes. And yeah, I think, as there's reports of them moving on from Jerry Judy, which I'm not completely against. You know, get a little capital back for him. And mm-hmm. you got a good tight end in Greg Dulich. Young, he was a rookie this year. He was good. Um, and then just otherwise, maybe he'll get another wide receiver. Just, you know, a young, like a decent one, not need to get some stud. Right. Um, and then defense, just position depth once again. Sound like a broken record saying that, but depth. Yeah. I mean, um, I think the only way you move on from Jerry Judy is like don't shortchange yourself because oh yeah, they're don't, positive on cap, right? Like they're not. Yeah, negative. they're like I think it's like nine point seven or nine point six. So it's like if you get just a deal that you just can't pass up, then okay, I could see like. But don't you sell yourself on. short for like a fifth or sixth round pick exactly. on a guy you drafted. Tenth. Something like that overall. Yeah, ten or eleven. Ten, I think. three years ago now, and the mm-hmm. same. Like, don't do that. Don't bail on a kid so quickly. Like, obviously, one of the giant. The Giants are one of the suitors. Absolutely love it. Coming from a fan, a Giants fan, if they give them up for a fifth round pick, but as right. from the podcast standpoint, don't do that. Don't sell yourself short. Yeah. Be smart with one of the guys that you could turn into a superstar. So, um. I think it's a lot. These teams all have such different situations because Chiefs and Chargers, depth, bring in a couple guys, you guys are good. You guys are set. You're there. You're not losing that much where your teams are going to drastically change. Raiders, Mm -hmm. you have Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs, guys like that, Darren Waller, but the biggest name in football, quarterback, is your biggest help. Like Obviously, you're going to be in a little bit of a question there. And then the Broncos, just long story short, figure your shit out. That's basically all you can say for them. Mm -hmm. Looking at your – They've got the pieces. You just got to be able to put it together. You can't tell me looking at their roster, you would have projected them to go 4-13. and No, absolutely not. And they're not losing that much. They're losing a couple guys, but they can go go get other guys to bring in to fill their spots or bring them back. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. So I think it's – it's good, I guess, that these teams are on different situations. But at the same time, it's like, besides the Raiders, none of these teams need to go out and do anything that miraculous. You don't need any big splash signings for exactly. any of these three teams. Exactly. So, um, yeah. Um, believe, I think we got everything. I don't, I got I nothing so. left. And... Just to throw a date out there, March 7th is the franchise tag deadline. So mm-hmm. I'm keeping an eye out for that. And then I just read a report um, on a source from inside the Reagan, Ravens organization on a Lamar Jackson trade. And they said that anything is possible. 
Wow. So could see another quarterback on the market. And speaking of quarterbacks like that, Falcons are a very reasonable location for him. So keep mm-hmm. an eye out. Um, it'll be fun to watch how, especially from a Giants fan standpoint, dear Jim Shane, please do not franchise tag Daniel Jones. That's thirty-two million dollars against the cap, and then we can barely damn near do nothing else. Like, don't please. If you franchise tag Saquon, that's only ten million. That's fine. I don't care. Thirty-two million is a is a pretty hefty freaking load. So please don't do that. Mm-hmm. And um, other franchise tag guys like uh, C.J. Gardner Johnson for the Eagles, Lamar Jackson. Um, you know, guys like that. Tony Pollard for the Cowboys. Cowboys mm-hmm. said they're not going to tag Dalton Schultz, so most likely we'll not see him in a Cowboys uniform this next season. Um, just other news like that. So, um, yeah. Aaron Rodgers is out of his darkness retreat. Yep. Should be getting a answer very, I would say, this weekend, early next soon. week. Yeah. <clears throat> I would be very shocked, to say the least, if he goes back to Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Long story short there. How yeah. pissed the Packers organization seems to be. And if I'm the Packers, like, I don't want to have to deal with this every offseason. Yes, he's coming to right. the end of his career. But, yes, he's a very good quarterback. Yet, yeah, Like, yes, he's won two MVPs in the last three years. You can't take that away from him, but off-the-field stuff when you could probably get a first-round pick for him for an older guy. Move on to Jordan Love, that why the hell did you draft him beats me, but move on, my opinion. At some point, you got to put him in there. Move on. So, um, yeah, I think that was a very good first off-season episode. Um, Ryan, great job. Uh, like yeah, we said, well. uh, Like we said, expect just a lot more of just the two of us. Occasionally we'll see Gage if Brady ever like lives and responds to us. May see him again. Charlie Halstead, um, maybe. God, Lord, maybe, maybe for a the NFC North. Maybe for the NFC North. Um, might see a couple other special guests like we talked about. Just got to get the schedule out to them, see which ones they can do. Um, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, uh, keep a lookout. Um, just as you're hearing this, um, I should hopefully I won't forget to put an Instagram story out tonight um just keep a lookout on our anchor um spotify everything patreon. like that patreon um for our this latest podca- podcast uh first off season one and um hopefully you guys have a great weekend i have the state tournament coming up in hockey so um we'll do this enjoy watching some college basketball as it's coming to march madness no other real sport going on right now in nhl nba but uh xfl yeah. xfl yeah whatever <laughs> Um, hope you guys have a great weekend. Uh, thank you guys for listening and we will see you back next week with the N- uh, AFC East. So AFC uh, East, yeah. Buffalo Bills, Buffalo Bills. All right, guys. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you guys in the next one. See ya. Catch you later.